Welcome to the Ultimate Dentist Podcast. Join us to hear success stories of various individuals and learn clinical and life hacks to help you become the ultimate dentist. Hi everyone, I hope you are all doing great. Uh, in this episode, I am going to discuss about maintenance of implant restorations. It's a short and sweet episode. Um, as a as someone who is has just started your journey on implant restorations, um, you need to make sure that you maintain the implant restorations properly. However, it may be there may be a lot of things which are maybe out of your remit when it comes to doing complications, uh, which we'll discuss in next episode. So I'm going to go through some of the complications which you may find um, challenging. We will cover that in next episode. However, here. I will let you know what is my maintenance protocol. So first of all, um, patient, as soon as they finish uh, or before even we start the implant restoration journey or implant journey, they would be on hygiene protocol and they will be maintained by a hygienist regularly. So make sure that the patient has the, the, the hygiene protocol set up. You need to make sure that the patient's having their regular checkups done with their general dentist if you are not the one who is doing general checkups for them. Um, if you are doing general checkups uh, every six monthly, then that's fine. Assess the implant six monthly. I generally assess the implant on a yearly basis. Um, and when patients come in, I would do full mouth assessment again. Um, so make sure everything else is fine, including the implant. When it comes to doing implant, I would check the peri-implant tissue by doing probing so you need to make sure you probe implant appropriately uh, to check if there is any bleeding on probing pocketing you can get very fal false pocketing with implants so it's not really um, unless it's like 10 millimeter um, you can get pocketing for four or five millimeter because the gingival cuff could be that high uh, from the crown to the to the implant so <clears throat> you can have a four millimeter pocket which could be completely healthy um i was told when i started that not to probe around implant too heavily and that's what i still do however i know there are a lot of periodontists who prefer to make sure they probe properly around the implant so um i would probe same pressure with the same pressure as natural teeth around implant but remember, it can be a bit difficult because implant restoration could be, emergence profile could be quite steep. So it's difficult to sometimes probe around implant. But nonetheless, we will probe and check if there is any bleeding on probing or pocketing. You need to assess whether the crown is mobile. So literally hold it between your finger and thumb and then try and move it around to see if it moves um, side to side or uh, up or down. So make sure that you check crown for any mobility. You need to recheck occlusion and this is so so important teeth move but implants don't so at some point you will find your implant in a heavy occlusion and that's quite common uh, unfortunately there's not much you can do about it um, one thing you can do is you can give patient an essex retainer or something um, to wear but how many patients wear that that's debatable but still you can't avoid that small 30 micron movement of the teeth remember we created 30 micron interclusal space so it is possible that the teeth can move up to that much so check the occlusion if the occlusion is high then either adjust the opposing tooth 
or occlusal or the, your restoration. I prefer to adjust the restoration uh, to to create now cre to to adjust the occlusion again. So there's 30 micron um, free of occlusion, but generally you don't have to put do too much adjustment. Very gentle, you know. Even yellow stripe burr is enough for you to do um, occlusal uh, adjustment. And also take yearly PAs. Now for two, I generally take PAs for two years uh, consecutively. And then if everything's fine, then every other year is okay. Many times when you take bite wings, you will be able to see the implant and crown junction. And that's enough for me. Uh, if I have got two PAs of first two years, then if, you, if the general dentist is taking bite wings regularly, and if I see my implants, I don't tend to take another PA just to check. The bone because if the if you can't see bone around the implant in in your bite wing then yes take a pa but many times if the bone is at the level of implant the bite wing will capture it radiograph so um, bite wing radiographs after two years would be completely okay for me uh, to do and as i said when when patients going for a regular hygiene make sure that uh, the hygienist is you using titanium scalers rather than normal stainless steel scaler because it can cause um, it can cause the implant um, it can cause the roughness around the abutment and the metal and it may not be ideal especially of the implant so you don't want implant titanium implant to be cleaned by ultrasonic scaler but however there's a caveat to that i'm hoping that there won't be any exposed implant right um, so generally what you are doing is you're protecting your abutment um, in, in while, while doing the cleaning so you don't want any roughness you want nice and smooth abutment uh, when the cleaning is happening so what are the risk factors you need to look out for when you are doing assessment so first of them you need to check the plaque and calculus accumulation you need to make sure patient's hygiene is good and patients doing a good hygiene around the implant you need to assess the inflammation of the peri-implant tissues uh, if you need to see if there is any pocketing around the implant you need to see if there is any bleeding on probing uh, you need to see if there is any suppuration if there is any pus discharge around the implant you need to check for implant mobility as well as the prosthesis your restoration mobility and you need to assess the radiographic changes now if you see any of these risk factor happening then you need to take one step further generally if there is uh, a bleeding or anything um, you could again we'll discuss this in next episode but you could remove the rest restoration put the healing abutment back and assess however for bigger complication like peri-implantitis um, you need to refer case back to the implant surgeon if you're not the one who placed the implant so that implant surgeon can look at it and can give you um, their opinion and do the treatment necessary surgical treatment if it's required generally if you if implant starts losing bone then it's very difficult to regrow bone around implant there are new methods available where we can reclean the implant and then do another bone grafting and try and you know salvage the implant like that however they are still on an experimental level we don't have a long clinical data available on those repairs. So I hope uh, this short episode was helpful uh, in regards to how to maintain uh, implant restoration and what to look out for when you are doing implant uh, maintenance assessment. 
If you have any questions, please feel free to contact me at info at drdevangpatel.com. And uh, in the next episode, I will be discussing about some of the common uh, complications you may come across uh, when you start doing implant restoration. So watch out for the next episode, but otherwise have a lovely day. Thank you.